Previously on Live at 605. So what That's this, my perfect day. The stall story revolves around food, <laughs> you watching TV, and being isolated and alone. I went for a walk. I wasn't there for You weren't there for my walk, no. <laughs> I don't want to I want to walk by myself. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. From uh, dark and chilly uh, Toronto, this is episode 9, season 13 of Live at 6.05. And do you know what overall episode it is? You just told me. <clears throat> episode 150. Just like Canada 150. Woo-hoo. Exactly. Did you ever think we'd make... I always ask you this whenever it's like a I new know. season. Do you ever think we'd make it this far? Never. Pretty impressive, 150 episodes. It is. It is impressive. We are definitely... We're, we're nowhere short for stories, so I think as, when we stop having stories is when we'll stop doing the podcast. Yeah, like a french fry almost muffed up your foot this week. <laughs> That's how good our stories are. So we, we were sitting next to baseball superstars this week. Okay, so, well, don't tease. I got Well, I'm just saying, like, the dopest shit happens to okay, us. Okay, so for those of you guys who don't know us, I am your podcaster, Val. Your boy Jaybird over here, <laughs> trying out a new nickname each week. Even though Why I are you like, rubbing your hand so much? I don't know. Stop! <laughs> I'm like Dame Dash from the early 2000s. So just, you know I don't who know that who is. that is. Um, so for those of you guys who don't realize, we are equally as crazy when we're not recording this from the bed because I don't feel well. But now I actually don't feel well and recording it from the studio. And weren't you the one last week saying, oh, I never get sick? I know. That's all right. You still mustered on. I did muster on. <laughs> so uh, why don't we tell everyone the ways to get in contact with our asses? If you want to get in contact with us and check out some of the cool shit we've done last week, and you definitely will want to, oh. it's follow Val at Valgomez23. <laughs> third person? Yeah. Who are you? The Donald? Donald. The Donald. Um, it's Valgomez23 on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. And follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter game, lost a few followers this week. That's all right. Mm-hmm. Instagram, I haven't posted shit. I will just say this. I won't tell the story, Duh. but I think I might have to quit, fa- quit Facebook. How, how are you doing? New stats yeah. on Instagram? Ooh, I'm almost up to 60. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> almost at 60. Yeah. Well, I would like to say you just looked at a picture of something you posted from this past week. You mm-hmm. almost got 60 likes. Yeah. I posted a similar picture or video on it on Facebook. I got like five likes. <laughs> so I think I'm pulling my plug on Facebook. Just like Instagram, you guys don't deserve my quality posts. Stop making people upset. You, you know, it's true though. I deserve like 70. Maybe because you're so mean people don't like your shit. That's true. <laughs> I was about to say, you give nothing, you get nothing. It's like your boy Fat Joe says, Jose, jealous one, still envy. I have no idea what that even <laughs> it's means. the name of his album from like 15 so, years ago. So, for those of you guys who downloaded last week's episode, thank you so much. Yeah, cool. people in Singapore went ham again this week. Woohoo! But what we really need you to do is drop us a comment on our iTunes page, because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. And facebook.com slash live605. I posted a video today of something cool we did this week. Mm-hmm. And I'll continue to post cool things, such as pictures of baseball superstars we sat next to. Mm-hmm. And maybe um, pictures of people, famous basketball players we talked to. Ooh. But anyways, facebook.com is the best place to go to get all of your 605 needs. 
So, yeah, that, those are all the uh, contact informations, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have a sponsor for this week? Uh, I do. Do you have a sponsorship? I feel like I should. Hold on. I, I wrote, feel like I do. I wrote down potential sponsors for both of us. Actually, okay. your potential sponsor was French Fry. I don't know if you want to yeah. make that it. Okay. Mine was, um, oh, mine was technically the No Facebook Love, but I have a different one. It's actually a podcast. Okay, go. Okay, so this is my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. The super quick one. It's more about um, iTunes. And so last week's episode, do you remember what it was called? It was called Hobo with oh, a Hole. Oh, Hobo Hole, yeah. Hobo with a Hole. Kind of an interesting name. Yes. Uh, Did somebody steal our no, title? No one stole it, but it made it onto iTunes. No problem, this or that. I just... I just laugh at iTunes because we've had one episode banned that I had to change it Mm -hmm. because iTunes banned it. And that episode was called Roommate Hate. Mm -hmm. And we've had episodes called Hobos with a Hole. Yeah. Relationships. Mm -hmm. uh, You you basic bitch. Mm -hmm. And they've all had no problems. But it just goes. They all sound like rap songs. Yeah, but what what does roommate hate got banned? Maybe they don't want it to be like super discriminatory. But it's not like Irish people I hate or something like that. Like it's not. Trying to think the least racial I could get. I actually thought of a new sponsor. Is that the end of your sponsor? (laughs) That's the end of my (laughs) sponsor. That was my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So my sponsor would be, so yesterday John and I uh, went to the Burbs and we decided to take the GO train. Yeah. And so um, we took the GO train to and from Oakville. And so it was one of those days where it kind of felt like we were out a very long time. We were playing with our nephew, and it was just, like, exhausted by the end of the day. I was also clearly probably getting sick at this point. Yeah. And so on the train ride back, the one thing that really annoys me is when people aren't, like... Respectful? Respectful of, like, a social space. And it felt like, okay, so there were three people sitting, like four seats behind us in a go train cart yeah. right and they were the ones sitting closest to the staircase and out of nowhere it was two guys and a girl the girl was like and a pizza place and a pizza place the girl was like overly loud like unnecessarily she and was, she would cough, cough like you know weirdly the, like loud i think the deal was she was dating one of the dudes yeah. but i think she clearly liked the other guy probably and so that's why she was being so extra well, I think that was the case. And so every time, like, I was so tired, like, I, I think I passed out twice on the train. Yeah, you snored one time. No, I didn't. I was going to record just, it. No, I was just breathing hard. I should have recorded because they would have heard all the bells and whistles of the train, plus your... Yeah, anyway, John, let's just talk about... Here, okay, wait. You know what, guys? You can't have sub-sponsors. Hold the fuck. Hold the fuck. I have a sub-sponsor. It's more of a debate. And this will be from growing up. I always hate it when people who collectively snore so fucking loud are the ones who are like, hey, did you sleep last night? And they're like, no. It's like, how did you not sleep last night? Because you can fall asleep for bits and pieces. (laughs) And snore that loud? You obviously for. I'm snoring for an hour, but I'm up for three. (laughs) That is a complete lie. And as basis, like, okay, my dad used to do the same thing where he would, like, literally as if he fucking, like, tornadoed the house, like, would snore so loud, right, that my mom would have to, like, switch bedrooms. His door would be shut. My door would be shut. Yeah. And I could still hear it. But and then I'd be like, hey, Dad. Did you, he's like, oh, Val, did you sleep last night? And I'd be like, oh, you know, okay. And then I'd be like, out of, like, respect, I'd be like, oh, did you sleep last night? And he's like, no, I didn't sleep well. I'm like, yes, you fucking did. 
You yeah. had to have slept. You were snoring the whole time. But it's like that Scrubs episode where doc- Dr. Kelso's wife snores like a lawnmower. Mm-hmm. And he gave her the surgery to stop it. Mm-hmm. And they said the damn thing was once she stopped no, snoring, that, I couldn't, that's couldn't not do a it thing. anymore. Oh, that's not trust a me. thing. If I wasn't here snoring ever, for, like I said, 40 minutes I'm mm-hmm. snoring at a time. Not at up all. for seven not hours. Not at all. <laughs> so, I, and then I, I there's this one time you're snoring and then you're like sleeping on my pillow like my pillow <laughs> like, move over so i always try and kick john in the shins that's yeah. my sub sponsor of my real sponsor which is people not knowing their space mean that's your sponsorship that's my sponsorship of the week sponsorship of the week that's a pretty good sponsorship but shouldn't i get some kind of reward for having the world's shortest sponsor (laughs) i marked it down it was a minute and five seconds (laughs) but it's true like hobo the whole man to itunes but roommate hate couldn't got banned anyways to redo that whole show (laughs) yeah where do you want to start Where's the few? Do you want to talk about what we're talking about this week? Yeah, so I guess uh, what is awesome is the January adventures continue. Um, we had my birthday slash. Oh yeah, I forgot about my that. brothers. So did no, everyone. we talked about it last week? No, we didn't. We we had twelve. How? Because last Sunday was your thing. Then we did the podcast Monday. We had. 12. Did we? Yeah, of course. Are you sure? I thought we did the podcast Saturday. <laughs> no, we did it Monday from the bedroom. I forget. Whatever. Uh, Everyone forgets my birthday. Let me just say that. Except for the fact that we're having another one next week. Had one last week. John, did you make me a cake? No, I just... Did uh, you buy me a cake? No, but... John, do you often get three cakes? Yeah, but... (laughs) Did anyone make me a cake or did I make my own I showered you with gifts. You did shower me with gifts. I did. (laughs) If I knew next year, all you want is a cake. I just want my birthday. This year felt like a birthday sham where nobody remembered my birthday. Except for all, like, 40 of your closest friends came out to jam with you. Only because I sent out an invite. Yeah, but <laughs> you like random people. This so is like you 19... send out an invite. What? My birthday. Yeah, of course I did. No, you didn't. I sent out a birthday. Yeah, because you were sending it out to... Anyways, you know what's nice is when your significant others and friends and family remember your birthday. We did remember your birthday. (laughs) Anyway, John had planned a really great birthday, but last Sunday was also celebrating Yeah, we talked about it on last week's podcast. Apparently, which we spoke about it on last week's podcast. Then later in the week, we went to a basketball game, our first. Yeah, why don't you want to talk We also had an amazing jam session. We also watched some more Breaking Bad. Yeah. We also went to go see a movie. I don't know if you want to start with that or if you want to start with, with the top ten list. Uh, I say we do like a sprinkle of top ten throughout. Yeah, so why don't we start, why don't you tell everyone about this and then you can start with your top top five maybe. Yeah, why don't you tell because I actually didn't see this on Facebook. <laughs> Thanks uh, though. <laughs> I'm just trying you're trying to, be... to call me out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually you're trying to call me out. Okay. <laughs> So there's this thing going online on Twitter and Facebook where it's, I don't know where it started, but I just caught on to it, mm-hmm. where people are like, oh, post your top 10 favorite albums you listened to during high school years. Okay. And that was just basically it. I saw people on Twitter and Facebook doing it. So I was like, why don't we do it? What kind of bands did people pick? I don't know, but it's like, there was a lot of people out there who claimed to be like, oh, I'm 27 years old. But I'm like, yeah, because you just talked about liking Guns N' Roses. So you're clearly like <laughs> late 30s. Right. It's a good way to figure out people's real ages. Like there's a couple friends I can think of. Like, oh, tell me your top 10 albums from high school years. But that, okay, but that doesn't mean like they dropped in high school. Like 
That's a different question. You could have just been listening to top ten, like your what albums. All right, fair enough. But it's not like someone's like, oh, I listen to Katy Perry. It's like that's on the list. It's like, oh, so you were clearly born like ninety nine. Like the hell out of here. Okay. Uh, but I I don't know. I didn't really care about anyone else's list. Okay. (laughs) Do you want to do something? So I, in no particular order, I'm just gonna run down the list that I made. And if there's Um, any antidotes. What? Huh. What? There's any stories about those lists? Yes. It's too close no, it's to got, my face. I know, but it's got to. No, it's too close. <laughs> it's too close to the I microphone. talk louder than no, you. No, trust me. I'm the one who edits this. I know uh, what I have to do. So <laughs> tell me some albums. So I picked these albums based on the fact that I actually like probably mo- like over 50% of the songs on the album, yeah. which was one part of the criteria. And I still would listen to these albums today. That okay. was my other criteria. Should, uh, no, I was going to say, we don't think of the years we went to high school. Just say. No, no, no. You can obviously guess from, like, where these albums came out. But one thing I realized when I was reviewing, like, some of the list is that um, a lot of great music came out. Like, a lot of great songwriter-esque music came out during this time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably forgetting some things, but I scraped together what I feel like is a pretty solid list. Yeah, let's hear some of them. So, one of the albums uh, was Robbie Williams. I've... Been expecting you. <laughs> oh, I almost, I had to take, honorable mention was Robbie Williams singing when you're losing or whatever. No idea what that is. <laughs> Wait, who would you say? Robbie Williams, I've been the, expecting you. The guy you. from Take 5? Yeah. Yeah. Take that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the album, the album that has Rock DJ. Oh, yeah, that's the, the second one. Yeah, that's the one I had so, honorable mention. I like the previous one because actually all the songs off that I still listen to. And one of my favorite songs I would still listen to today if I ever get sad is called Winsome Loosome. What what was the Take That's big song? Uh, that, back for Good? Yeah, that I swear I wrote that song back in the day. Oh, I'm sure you did. So another album that I loved, and I saw these guys play at um, uh, Cops Coliseum in Hamilton. Okay. Lifehouse, oh, No Name Face, and the hit single. Whatever. What? No, that's The Calling. Oh. <laughs> um, is Hanging by a Moment. That's, yeah, it's the um, same band. No, it's not. It's so Hanging by a Moment and Everywhere, I believe, is another song off there. I liked every song off that album. Oh, fair enough. I, I like that. What was the song again? Hanging by a Moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So then the next band I really liked, um, an album I listened to a ton, was Travis. And the album was The Invisible Band. Never got into Travis. Love I, Travis. I think they had a music video in like a crop circle maybe, and I just yeah. wasn't digging it. Something um, like that. And so this album, if you guys go back and listen to it, like honestly, I still feel like Travis is a band you would actually like today because they're very reminiscent of like a Wilco. I will write it down. Are they one of those bands that they spell Travis like no. T-R-V-I-S or something yes. weird? Yes. Well, isn't that how you spell Travis? <laughs> well, T-R-A-V-I-S. Oh, no, no. Then yeah, that's how you spell it. I'm going to write down Travis. Yeah. Um, what you might call it, but the album, the Invisible Band, has songs like "Sing," "Flowers in the Window," "Afterglow," and we actually went and saw them in concert. And Cops we Coliseum. No, not at Cops Coliseum at like the Cool House or something uh, in Toronto. And their tour van was outside, and we actually got to meet them and really? talk to them. Yeah. Is anyone in the band named Travis? I don't know anymore. I have to look that up. I didn't research this far. Did you call any of them the Carol Demarcus? Demarc. Anyways, and the last album. So that's. This will be yeah. one, two, three. No, that's only four. Um, so do five. So Radiohead, Ooh. OK Computer, Which came out. I always think Radiohead, as their big albums were 
like early 90s. Mm-hmm. I always forget that. Which one did you say? Okay, computer? Are you even listening to what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I was telling you, it's like, oh, you're talking about Backstreet Boys. Like, I know yeah. you said Radiohead, but just yeah. names of Radiohead. Albums. Yeah, Radiohead's Okay Computer. Because the Benz came out was the previous one, so that was earlier 90s. Does Okay Computer have Paranoid Android? Yes. That's my favorite song by them. So my favorite song off that album is a song called Let Down. But later in, like, actually, Radiohead put out a bunch of albums. So then Kid A came out afterwards. Those I didn't are the, really, aren't those the two famous ones, Kid A and, like... I, I would say, like, the Benz, OK Computer, and Kid A are the main ones. Yeah. Um, And so the last one that I'll, I'll do... Actually, I'll only do four. Now you do four. Okay, I'm just going to do... Uh, I'll just go from the top of my list here. Mm-hmm. So the first one I have is... Big Boy and Dre present Outcast, <laughs> present Outcast yeah. which is their, oh, yeah. their greatest hits that was album. A great one. Yeah. Because I remember basically anyone who wasn't living in Atlanta didn't know them until mm-hmm. Stan Konia came out. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're huge in the South, but being from like suburban Ottawa, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't listen to like any of their early stuff because I didn't know Outcast. It wasn't mm-hmm. until like Miss Jackson came out. It's like, oh shit. Yeah. Then you realize, oh, they had like six albums before this album. So, they're, it's their greatest hits album that has everything like Miss Jackson, Hey Ya, not Hey Ya, sorry, um, Bombs Over Baghdad, but it has all these earlier songs. Mm-hmm. They're just like so good. It's like the best of greatest hits. I can listen to every song start to back. <coughs> and they put two new, so- three new songs on that album. One of them, which is The Whole World, which mm-hmm. features Killer Mike of Run the Jewels Ooh. fame. Then they have one song that I always put on our party playlist, which is Funkin' Around. Yeah. And it's just like an awesome album. I remember rollerblading to school listening to this that's awesome next one i have which might be on your list i wouldn't be surprised if it was or wasn't it's the m&m show by m&m uh mine was the slim shady okay you can talk about that more later but Mm -hmm. again if you grew up in the same time when we all grew up Mm -hmm. doesn't matter what music you like you listen to m&m yeah and i think i started high school when his first album came out the slim shady Mm -hmm. this is when he had the bleach blonde hair era and I remember when I got the Slim Shady LP, I didn't realize that they were swearing because I was only used to the TV version. Mm-hmm. And I listened to it in the car with my mom. I, like, I know. But the Eminem show is still my favorite by him. Yeah. I don't think, I haven't liked any of his music since the Eminem That's show. That's fair. But it's got all those like, clean out your closet without me, like all those awesome songs. Mm-hmm. So the next one was tough. I had to decide which album to choose by this band. It's All Killer, No Filler by Sum 41. Oh, yeah. So these, You're obsessed with that album these days. Well, they, they for a while, they were my favorite band ever. Mm-hmm. Like Canadian band. Yeah, Canadian band. Where are they? Not Ajax, is it? I, or I think so. But or is that Avril Lavigne? <laughs> Avril Lavigne's that weird, like... Town. Oh, Napanee. Napanee. Um, but no, Sum 41, what was I going to say? Obviously, they came out when I was, like, 16. So mm-hmm. how are you not going to like their kind for of music, sure. right? I also bought all their DVDs, and they were doing prank videos before there was, like, YouTube and stuff. Ooh. But that's, like, their huge album. You know they had DVDs. They did. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Stories underscore podcast is now following me on Twitter. Nice. Shout out to them. So, yeah, that's the big album. It has um, motivation. It has your song, In Too Deep. I love that It's just, song. like, again, from, like, start to back, it has all these awesome mm-hmm. albums. And as a 16-year-old kid, that's what I liked. Uh, number four, same kind of era. It makes sense. It's... Blink 182's Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Yeah. It's obviously like music I was listening to back then was either rap music or like emo punk music. Which was reminiscent of the era because I think it was like the late 90s were like an obscure time for like grunge was kind of yeah. ending, pop, like like yeah. bubblegum pop was Boy coming in, were... Boy bands were getting big, then I was like new age hip hop was coming out. Like, yeah. 
So, but Blink-182, I like them because there's a good mix of like funny songs, but serious songs and catchy songs. First concert I ever went to was, um, uh, I forget what the tour was called, but it was Sum 41 and Blink-182 and like Jimmy World and nice. shit like that. And then should I do my fifth one and then stop it there? Why are we not doing four each? I don't know. I didn't, I <laughs> thought you were just, because then we'd do like a cool five-five. Oh, uh, not but a I'll cool four-four? Four. Well, then it's four-four-two. Huh? So you got to do 10. Okay. So the next one we're doing six? Sure. Right. Let's stop at four. Okay. So why don't you tell everyone about our Tuesday? <laughs> You're so silly. I'm not silly. Um, okay. So one of the presents that I got for John um, for Christmas was he's always wanted to go to a Raptors game. And even though I feel like I was pretty stealthy about trying to, you know, not yeah. drop secrets about what... I had no what, idea. You had no idea? No, how would I have any idea? So I surprised him. Um, so that was good. So I surprised John with Raptors tickets. Um, the one cool thing was uh, one of my new friends from at work, Helene, actually does some work with the Raptors. Um, she's the person who helps, like, uh, during pre... Is it... What is it called? Pre-game shoot-around. Pre-game shoot-around. And so she was able to give me some uh, actual, like, help and tutorials on, like, which games to, like, choose, which ones would be, like, more star power, which one would be a better, like, matchup kind of you thing. Don't, how much do you know about basketball? Not a lot. Um, I used to play basketball in high school. Then I stopped playing and watching <laughs> and all of that just birth at the same time. Um, but then we were kind of... Watching now, you're pushing it away. No, I'm just trying to maneuver it. Anyways, um, we had been watching because John became a bandwagon follower. A bandwagon I jumped on four years ago and I haven't left. Since. That's exactly when Helene said they started doing better, yeah. and everyone jumped on their bandwagon. Yeah, but it's not like I just jump on for the playoffs. Like I've been on the ride since they did well. So if they start start losing, I'm not going to watch. Obviously. <laughs> so either way, I knew that John and I have been trying to go to like a basketball game and. The one thing, it's like, we go to a fair bit of baseball games, we go to hockey games. I never actually realized how expensive basketball tickets can be. It's also because you're in Toronto. It's, it's Toronto sports. Leafs or basketball are going to mm -hmm. be expensive. Baseball it can be a bit cheaper because there's bigger stadiums and cheaper seats like the 500s. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to the ACC for a Raptors or Leafs game, and mm -hmm. especially since the Raptors are doing well, yeah. So either way, she picked. She gave me three selections, and I knew obviously it was your Christmas present. So like money wasn't overtly an option, oh, right? Um, so I was like fine to pay whatever. Um, but then I picked the actual game. So it was Toronto Raptors versus the Boston Celtics. Yeah. And up leading up to this game, um, what I Helene told me, she's like, oh, you know. As you bought the tickets already, why don't you and John come earlier if he likes the Raptors a lot and you guys can be part of the pregame warm-up and, like, sit in, like, the side, courtside seats. Courtside seats. Um, and I was like, what? John will love that. That's awesome. So I was, like, pretty excited for that. And the, the leading up to this game, actually, the Raptors hadn't been – they, they had lost, lost, like, two, two or three in a, in a row. row. Which they, they haven't lost more than – they haven't lost three games in a row in, like, three years. So if they lost our game, that would have been three in a row. And so the other side of it is Boston Celtics are in, like, second place. We're in second place. They're in third place. So and they're was, one game behind us. So this was, like, a pretty important game. And so I was, like, you were really excited leading up to it. Yeah, of course. I've never been to a basketball game. And I've been watching, like, consistently for about three to four years now. So I was, like – and they have so many good players. It's mm -hmm. just – 
Just wanted to go. So, what were your first impressions of the basketball game? Uh, not even the basketball game. It's just we got to walk when we got there courtside. We got to, like, stand on the basketball court. And when mm-hmm. we, we walked out there, it was Terrence Ross and your boy Patrick Patterson shooting around. I know. And we, They're so tall. Yeah, and we literally got to set the seats right underneath the uh, basketball hoop. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just walk out there, and it's like, whoa, shit, we're actually on the court. Like, you're, we got to walk on the NBA court, which and so, is so cool. I think it was crazy because when you're watching basketball, you're like, oh, the court's so small. But then you're sitting on it, you're like, okay, it's not that small. Yeah. And then, like, obviously you know that basketball players are, like, six foot eight yeah. and plus. But then when you're standing beside them or, like, yeah. sitting beside them, they're literally, like, a giant tower yeah. beside you. So the one funky thing was... All these players started, like, coming out and, like, warming up. And luckily enough, the Raptors were actually on our side warming up. Yeah, well, that's why we sat there because that's yeah. where they were warming up. So I was pretty stoked. And I knew some of the players. Yeah. Um, I knew DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. And Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Right? But I didn't really know anybody else. Well, you called Jonas Valentunas. His nickname's JV. You, you would call him JVC. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where the C came from. I don't from. know. And so then... And then uh, Damari Carroll, you called DeCarroll, yeah. which was close. <laughs> so, and, but my new favorite player, well, the nicest man on in basketball. So, you know, I think you knew who Corey Joseph was. No? no? Did you recognize his face? Yes. I didn't know his name, though. So, yeah, uh, Corey Joseph, who's actually from Toronto, mm-hmm. who came back, who came to play at the Raptors, I believe last year was his first year. He's really good. He came to, came out of the um, warm-up area and came and started shooting around and instantly just kind of like locked eye. Did he come over right away? Or, yeah. So go for it. So, okay. So the craziest thing was, Helene kind of said, she's like, oh, you can take pictures of the players. You can get art- autographs and stuff. But I thought she meant like take pictures from like Just like afar, of them. Of not them, with not them. with them. And so, like, at, for whatever reason, he was... Corey Joseph was, like, shooting the ball around, and then out of nowhere, he, like, kind of just, like, comes over to us. He just walked over to us, and like, hey, guys, how's it going? And so, I was so, like, what the fuck's happening? Yeah. And so, we were sitting down, and, like, I felt like this was super rude. Like, I wanted I to stand up, but I was, like, starstruck well, at that point. Twice we didn't Twice stand. we didn't stand up. So, he's shaking your hand. He's no, so the, nice. No, the first time. The first time, he just came and said hi. He just came and said hi. He's like, hey, guys, how's this going? And we're like, hey. Yeah, there's so cool to me you yeah. had a lot of really great shots and then from there he just kind of took some shots walked around was saying hi to like everybody, everybody. And and so, I, some of the raptors were just which is fine they were just focusing shooting mm-hmm. the basket getting ready but Corey joseph first time comes out goes around says hi to everybody which i thought was really nice then the second time yeah so he comes over yet again and john yeah. and i are sitting down yeah and then he like goes in for a handshake yeah, he's like, hey guys again he's like hey guys nice to meet you and he, like so puts his hand crazy. Up, shakes your hand first i think yes he did and so then i was like oh my god oh my god oh my god and then we nicest didn't guy ever. nicest guy ever we totally didn't stand up i know right and then we were just like we didn't even get to take a picture with him. We were so enamored. I know. I think we were like, oh, I think you're going to have a great game tonight. Good yeah. luck. He's like, oh, thank you so much. Have fun tonight. Then, so crazy. Then he went over to the next set of people. Yeah. And then we saw them taking pictures. Like, God damn it. Why didn't why we, did we have- take a picture with him? I know. Having said that, though, if you guys go to our in- my Instagram and then the Facebook page, yeah. you'll obviously see some photos from the Raptors games. Yeah, I'll post all those pictures. Um, But then the other funny moments during the game... Or the pregame warm-up where, um, what was the guy who I locked eyes with? JV. Yeah, so there's points where, like, 
You know when you just know you're locking eyes with somebody? Yeah, of they're course. looking right at you and you're looking right at them. Because you were basically, we were like five feet away from them yeah. the whole time because we were right underneath the basket sitting. Totally. And so, like, if John and I were talking, we weren't yelling by any means, but you could no. clearly hear what we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, of course. But there was like two instances where, like, JV. Who's the seven foot tall center for the Raptors? He and I like locked eyes, but then we both made like weird, like he made a weird face first. So then I made a weird face. Yeah. But it happened like two times and they were both very spread out. Right. Um, but that was very awkward. Then the other thing I found funny was when like Kyle Lowry's favorite song came out. Yeah, when, this is during like the warm up when everyone came out to, and did like national anthem. So he started like rapping, rapping to his... it. And so we were like, let's be cool and pretend we know the so words. So we started like rapping. So along he would like that. be like, oh yeah, yeah, those guys are cool. And so again, we're just like two big nerd burglars. Yeah, but it was awesome. Like we got to sit there for a bit of. Uh, the first quarter? Yeah, for that. Uh, the person saying the national anthem got the words wrong, which I found funny. Hilarious. And it's just, like, unreal to be sitting underneath the basket. Like, the camera guy was sitting right at our feet. Like, but then, that's the view. who was sitting beside me? Skip a seat. So, one, there was, we were, I was on the edge, and you were next to me, then there was an empty seat, and then there was this bigger guy sitting next to you. And mm-hmm. I kept looking over, I'm like, he looks really familiar. And then I realized, I'm like, oh, shit, that's uh, Canadian MLB superstar Joey Votto of the Cincinnati Whoa. Reds, who is... One of the one of, if not the best first baseman in all of baseball. Bananas. You only don't know him because he plays for Cincinnati. So yes. you've never heard of never him. Never heard of this guy. So I was like, should we ask to talk to him? So, and you're like, no. Yeah, I was like, no. I'm like, he has a bit of an attitude. Like <laughs> yeah. he uh, can lose his temper. And I I took a picture of him, not with him. And mm-hmm. you'll see the picture I took of him, he just looked annoyed. Uh-huh. Even though he had like the best seats ever. Yeah. He's from Woodbridge, apparently, you said. Yeah, right? I couldn't remember if it was Woodbridge or Vaughn. That Woodbridge is in Vaughn? Oh, so the same thing. <laughs> oh, you think I go to Woodbridge all the time? I don't know. So I thought that was cool that we were sitting next to Joey Votto. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, no, they were just like the coolest seats ever. And then finally someone kicked us out of those seats. It's like, and so then we went to your actual seats, which were like unbelievable seats, if not mm-hmm. better because you were a little bit. Higher elevated. up, elevated, so you can see everything. Mm-hmm. But we saw the people sitting in our seats, and it did not look like they were having fun. No, like, we would have clearly been better on camera. Yeah. Um. So I thought the game was, like, super fun. There's, like, the one thing about basketball games that are different than, like, baseball games or hockey games is that Raptors fans are cheering for everything, which I assume is, like, basketball fans cheer yeah. a ton. And then there's, like, so much stuff going on in between the, like, plays yeah. that it's, like, there's never a dull moment. I no, feel like in a basketball game. The D- DJ was awesome, right? DJ was amazing. The one shitty thing was, was when we went to go get food. Oh, yeah. Tell this story. So we went to go get food. And at this point, my foot started feeling better so again. To remind people, you slipped on ice on New Year's. Yeah. The next day, a hobo who showed me his asshole scared you. No, two days later. Two days later, jumped out and freaked us out. Freaked us out. After so he showed me his butthole. So then I f- pulled my foot again. And then a week later... A week later, we go to this basketball... No, a week later, you were playing with Ben. Oh, yeah. Benjamin and my foot. foot. Muffed up my foot. Then three days later from that was the basketball game. We go to the... um, What do you call it? The concession stand in the ACC. And out of nowhere, like, obviously, there's no black ice. There's no hobo, hopefully. Right? My nephew's not playing with me. It should be a safe environment. Totally safe environment. Walk up to the counter and literally do I not like 
slip again yeah. and then like roll my same foot. And what'd you no, slip on? A fucking French fry. <laughs> what the hell <laughs> is rogue this? A French fry in the ground. And so like the woman's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Like, it's oh. probably just slippery from like the snow or something. I looked down. There was like no water. I literally yeah. slipped on a fucking French fry. <laughs> a French fry. Right? Which is bullshit. But is your ankle? You, it's feeling a lot better now. a lot better now. So that just scared me. Mm-hmm. But what do you think of the game overall? Did they win, lose? What were your so thoughts? So the Raptors won, which was awesome. And, like, literally they came back from, like, a 16-point deficit, yeah, which was they amazing. Yeah, losing by 16 points at halftime. I think you could tell. You're like, oh, I hope you're having fun. I like, know. Like, of course, they could lose by 40, and I was having, like, the best time ever. Well, I think that's what it is. It's just, like, I obviously wanted to pick a winning game. I knew it was, like, an important game. Um, but I also just wanted to, like, end on such a high note because you were excited, like, leading up to it. Right, and like I know the Raptors needed this, so it was just like too many things were working against me at that point. Yeah, so. but they ended up coming back, which made it like super exciting. Super exciting. And so like the game was just like the best energy ever. And then the, even the DJ, like the last five minutes he told everyone like stand up. Yeah. So we were standing up for the last few minutes. Which, which is awesome. Fun. And so what do you give it on the Fazbender rating? What? Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fazbenders do you get out of ten, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight, because that white boy crazy. As a sporting experience. Um, I would give it, I gotta give it, uh, I gotta give it, <laughs> sorry, I'm just writing shit down. Yeah. I give it 10 out of 10, like, without a doubt. What do you give it? 10 out of 10. Yeah, obviously, like, we got to talk to people, see them, mm-hmm. sit next to Joey Votto, we got to go to a winning game, stadium pizza was better than baseball stadium pizza. Um, yeah, it was just awesome. Like, one of the best sporting events I've ever been to. So, John and I actually, when we got back from the game, you and I were comparing, like, the best sporting events we've ever been to now that we've yeah. been to a few. So, what would you say are, like, your top three sporting events of your life now? Number one, without a doubt, is this year's Blue Jays wild card game. Where, I would agree. Uh, former Toronto Blue Jay Edwin Encarnacion Woof. hit the game-winning home run. Woof. Although, reports today said that the Blue Jays are going to re-sign Batista. Either a one or two year deal. I wish they resigned Carnazion. Although you're hearing it here first, just like Atlanta's winning the Emmy for Best Comedy, mm-hmm. Jose Batista is going to have a monster year for the Blue Jays. Should we write that down somewhere? Yeah, I'm going to write down Batista. Put it like a reminder in your phone for like next year at the end of the season to be like, what's, what's Jose Batista's average? Oh, I just spelled, I was going to take a picture and post it, but I spelled Batista in year wrong, so. I think I spelled, I spelled year. That looks year. like Bakuska. <laughs> Bautista, B-A-U-T-I-S-T. Master year. That looks like Mankster year. <laughs> but you heard it here first. He's going to have a monster year. Okay. But anyway, so the, the wild card game was number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, this basketball game is definitely top three ever. Um, our game where we saw the Ottawa Senators beat Pittsburgh Penguins like 8-2 was one of them. That was awesome. Our game where we saw Ottawa win 3 nothing in... in um... I said top three. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> oh, well, no, top three. Pittsburgh loses to Ottawa. I worded that weird. Raptors win, and then the wild card game. <laughs> okay, so mine would be the wild card game that John referenced. Um, the actual Habs versus Sens for the playoffs right. at, when we went to see them in Ottawa. That was amazing. And then this Raptors game. Yeah, and then honorable mention goes to the 18-inning game, Blue Jays game I went to with my dad where we came back to win. 
And I thought you were kidnapped. Yeah, because that was six hours. <laughs> right. And if they lost, that would have been the worst game ever. So that's awesome. So now I feel like we're Raptors fans. Would you want to go to more games? Hell yeah. I was looking at games the other day. <laughs> we're going to have to sit up a little bit higher. Yeah. I think it's hard because it always like you we always try and do experiences for birthdays and Christmas. And so this was such a great experience that it's hard to like replicate. But now that I feel like you've tasted good seats, we can obviously sit anywhere. Oh, that's the difference between baseball and, you know, don't scratch your... Ah, itchy. I know, don't scratch it, don't scratch it, don't scratch it. The difference between baseball and basketball slash hockey yeah. is a arena, like a baseball arena, compared to a hockey arena, it's just the size is, isn't comparable. Like, you can sit in the, the top level of a hockey basketball mm-hmm. game and it's still great seats. Baseball, really? if you're sitting at the top 500, like in the outfield... Mm-hmm. You can't see anything. You gotta bring binoculars. So, okay. so I don't mind sitting anywhere for a basketball game. Okay, so let's pick another game to go to. Should we get back into our albums list? Sure. You want to do another four? Sure. Uh, okay. So can I just suggest one that you do now? Sure. Since you already said it was Eminem. Sure. Just because you already said it. Okay. Yeah. Just so. So yeah. one of the other albums I uh, listened to, and I still remember the first time I heard the real Slim Shady. Yeah. Um, was like in grade nine history class um so eminem's the slim shady album um obviously this has songs like my name is and guilty conscience yeah um i actually really like the song guilty conscience me too um that was one of my favorites i used to love eminem his first three albums i love and then Mm -hmm. after the eminem show i just didn't like him anymore done okay so one of the albums uh that I okay i'm gonna say one of the bands i was obsessed with uh because the two albums came back to back Okay. Came uh, out in high school. And I like. Oh, I know. It's Nelly's Sweatsuit. Where no, you put out not these at double all. Albums. <laughs> not at all. It's actually Limp Biscuits. <laughs> uh, significant Other and Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog. Well, I'm just going to say here. I have right here at the bottom Limp Biscuits, Ooh. Chocolate Starfish. Of course. Rolling. Rolling. Um, off uh, Significant Others, it was Break Stuff and Nookie. Yeah. Um, and then off Chocolate, it was Just Like This. Just Like This? Yeah. I also, this is what I liked about them. But well, I like that they always had at least one rap song per album. Yeah. Chocolate Starfish, they have this song End Together Now with Method Man. Yeah. And what's that rearranged song? That was really good. So Limp Bizkit was really big while we were in high school. I remember having like a huge crush on Wes Borland. Yeah, everyone did. Like that That was new metal. It's one like Papa yeah. Roach, uh, Limp Bizkit. Mm-hmm. How sad though. They covered Faith and George Michael died. Yeah. They probably make a ton oh, of Oh, that was like they've covered it like 15 years ago. I know, ago. but still sad if they ever tour again. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, like yesterday we were playing Arkells. Mm-hmm. They're going to die one day. And I'll Stop! Like, like 20 right? years ago, I played Arkells music. Okay, so then the next one I listened to uh, a ton was uh, The Verve. Okay. Uh, so in 1997, that was when Bittersweet Symphony and Sonic came out. Yeah. Off that album and Drugs Don't Work, which I'm like, I love those songs. I can listen to them all day, every day. I only know uh, the big song. Bittersweet, Bittersweet Symphony. Symphony. Yeah. Um, another album. And so the memory I have attached with this one, I think this came out in grade, when I was in grade 12. Um, and so John and I were talking about this when we were commuting home. When, because I'm one year older than John, uh, I was in the year that still had OEC, which is grade 13. And then for your year. I was the first year that didn't have an OEC. So basically I graduated with all the OEC people. So there's double the amount of kids applying to college and universities. And so I wanted to graduate with a bunch of our older friends. And so did like Miranda and Lil. So we actually graduated with like, Um. so I 
tried to do all my OEC courses in grade 12. Oh, that's cool. I yeah. did, um, I took a year off and did English. <laughs> night school English. And I like that pause because you had to think about what the word for English was. <laughs> like, English. How did you... <laughs> Whoa! That's what you get. George Michaels came back to haunt my iPhone. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, what of, what was I talking about? Oh, yes. Chocolate Starfish. No, I did that one. So, another album that came out, U2, while I was in high school, dropped two albums. One of which was horrible, and the other one one was bad. So, the one that I liked. What's the one that you thought was horrible? Is that Beautiful Day? No, that was Pop. I don't know that album. That's the one with Discotheque. I don't know that one. I've never heard that album. The, The one song I liked off of it was Staring at the Sun. Um, but the one that they dropped that I really liked was All That You Can't Leave yeah, Behind. Yeah, that sounds awesome. So that one actually has a ton of my favorite songs I still listen to. And it also has the song I Would Want to Play at My Funeral. Hold on. You, you said last week you wanted to play George Harrison at your funeral. And I have another one. Why How can't many you songs play, do you play? Why can't you play more than one song at my funeral? Take note, John. I want the song Kite to play. I you said something else. Right? What? Um, so either way, this album... Came out while I was in grade 12. And the one thing that made me laugh, because I was on the grad committee. And so this concert series came out also during our graduation time. And so the fact that I was on the grad committee, people who weren't on the grad committee, a.k.a. everyone who I'm not friends with, right? Because all my friends were on the grad committee with me and were going to the show, thought we fixed when prom was so we could still go to this concert. And I was like, this is bullshit. I'd rather go to this concert than go to fucking prom, right? And so we had this huge drama in high school about this. But either way, All That You Can't Leave Behind has like... Yeah, it has Beautiful Day on it. Yeah, that album's awesome. Uh, Stuck in a Moment. I love Stuck in... That was my favorite... No, my, that's my second favorite song. You like Sweetest Thing. Sweetest Thing is my favorite, but then Stuck in a Moment. I love the music videos, that football game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has my favorite songs, Kite, In a Little While, and Wild Honey. I actually learned to play every song on guitar of that album because it was that good. That's cool. Um, so another album that I used to listen to a ton um, was by The Coors called Talk on Corners. I don't know who this is. So the Coors were an Irish band. Are they like female singers? Yeah, and one yeah, dude. Yeah, okay, yeah. Now right? I remember. It was that's like three sisters and yeah, one dude. Yeah, that's why I thought they were Irish. Um, so I was obsessed with this album, and then I became obsessed with the band because they covered a song by Ryan Adams that okay. I really liked. Um, Life is a Highway. No, that's Tom not Cochran. even Cochran, right? Um, what Can I Do and Don't Say You Love Me, and they covered a song called, uh, I can't remember what it's called. But they did a really great follow-up album um, a few years later that had a really great song called Radio on it. Okay. Um, you want to go now? Sure. You have two left? I have a bunch left. Okay. Well yeah. Then, um, the next one I had on mine, which mm-hmm. I still remember opening this CD mm-hmm. in the basement on Christmas, which is Lord Willing by The Clips. What's that? This, Jesus. Clips might be, well, no, Outkast is probably my favorite rap band ever, but this is one of my all-time favorite albums general, mm-hmm. Lord Willing by The Clips. It was um, entirely produced by the Neptunes. Oh, nice. They do that song, Grinding. Mm-hmm. Grind. They're the ones who Justin Timberlake had them on his um, his first song. Is he the one with the Asian lead singer and the other? No. No? <laughs> you're thinking of, um, more than, you're thinking of Boston with their No, no, no. Not Boston. No. There was a band with, like, two dudes. 
You're thinking of K-pop music. No, I'm not. No, there was a band that had a. Uh... You're not thinking of NERD. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Neptune. It's the same thing. Basically. Oh, then yeah. So there is an Asian lead singer. No, but he no. Pharrell's the singer. Pharrell's the singer, but there's an You're Asian guy. Chad Hugo. <laughs> yeah, he he's in NERD. Yeah. The Neptunes are Chad and Pharrell as producers. Okay. NERD is Chad, Pharrell, and this other guy, Sway, who, like, are a rock band. Gotcha. But, so you know the song, Justin Timberlake's, uh, what, what was his first song he came out with? Uh, the one with drums. Yeah. That's that's the clips are those rappers. I just want you. Hey. So you know when there's the <laughs> rapping part? Yeah. Those are the clips. Oh. And the same, both albums came out about the same yeah. time. Because Pharrell produced both of them. Gotcha. But they're from... South from Virginia, and every single song on this album, like they have one song that I listen to almost every single day still. Which one? Uh, can I play it for you? Sure. Uh, hold on. So, anyways, the clips you know who's in the clips is Pusha T. Sure. From like Runaway by Kanye <laughs> oh, West. Oh, nice. So, anyways, they broke up a few years ago because the one brother, mm-hmm. uh, Malice, found God. <laughs> oh, he's so, one of those. Never mind. They don't. Um, so yeah, I know this on iTunes. Their uh, first album's not on iTunes for whatever reason, mm-hmm. but the song's called Young Boy, and it features Pharrell, but the beat's so good. This is like... The beat's so good. <laughs> this is like the heyday of when the Neptunes were doing like awesome, awesome music. Mm-hmm. So just listen to the first few seconds of it. Good beat. Mm-hmm. And the rapping's so good. Very this is a song you listen to every day? Yeah. And this was the first few songs of the rap. Coming up. Now it's about big wheels and race tracks. Anyways, do you like it? Yeah. My favorite part is uh, put the cigarette dangle, 65 degree angle. <laughs> but anyways, this is yeah, they're from Virginia, so it's very like southern. Mm-hmm. But I just love that album. It's like one of my all-time favorite albums ever. I like that. And that's their debut. I'm always impressed when the debut album is so good. Although you shouldn't be because they had their whole life to make it. It should be their second album. Their sophomore album is always the better one that I think should be good. Yeah. Okay. So next one for me, which you already made fun of him, but it's Country Grammar by Nelly. (laughs) Which. Did he have a lot of songs? Yeah. Do you want me to list them off? No. Country Grammar. Do you want me to play them? No. Country Grammar. Yeah. If you want to go and take a ride with me. That's Country Grammar? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh. See, I thought that was the same song. That's. Down, down, baby, no shit. Is that the same no, song? No, those are different songs. So there's three songs you've listed already. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there's Batter Up. I think I thought all those songs were the same yeah, song. Yeah, but you know Ride With Me. That's like the biggest song ever. Yeah, no, but I thought the E-I-E-I yeah. was in Uh-oh. Ride With Me. <laughs> like, baby, take a ride with me. E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> no. <laughs> Is that not a good song? <laughs> yeah, but I hate, I hate Ride With Me. Oh, okay. Because it's so overplayed. Okay. But anyways, he came out of nowhere, and it's just I remember when Country Grammar came out. I was like, oh, he's the one with the band aid. Yeah, okay. but that wasn't until Nellyville, the next album. Oh, okay. Which is also very good because it was produced by the Neptunes. The Neptunes. When they were very big. Yes. <laughs> so I used to like listen to his music all the time, mm-hmm. and then could you still listen to Nelly? 
Well, I walked home the other day and Batter Up came on. I listened to the whole six minutes. Jeez Louise. Okay. Because it's a funny song. He's got like two guys being like commentators. Yeah. Like, oh, Bob, it's a great day for baseball. <laughs> Batter Up from the first swing home run when I got you something, something. Okay. Anyways. Next. <laughs> next one, I bumped off Weezer's The Green Album. Yeah, I did too. It was a notable mention. But I replaced it with Tenacious D's first album. Ooh. Because you remember when I told you the first concert I ever went to was Blink-182, Sum 41? Yes. Sum 41 came out to a song called Fuck Her Gently. Okay. And back in 2001... I used to love albums called Rock Me Gently. Really? <laughs> okay. How do you feel about albums? With Not songs? so good. <laughs> in 2001, before the internet was huge and mm-hmm. there was no Shazam, mm-hmm. I remember hearing this song, F Her Gently, being like, what is this? This is like really catchy but also hilarious. Mm-hmm. And it took me... And I was like, I, have to, I, I had no idea who it was or how to find out. Like, I couldn't Google the lyrics because I didn't remember them. And I didn't know about that in, like, 2001. Mm-hmm. And then randomly, I heard the song Wonder Boy on uh, one of our rock stations. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. I'm like, I think these are the same mm-hmm. guys who do Effort Gently. Yeah. Didn't really even know who Jack Black was because mm-hmm. he wasn't huge back wasn't then. Wasn't huge. By the album Tenacious D. I think it's just called Tenacious D. Mm-hmm. It's got Wonder Boy, Effort Gently, like, best songs and best ske- sketches, skits. Mm-hmm. And I can still listen to them. Whenever their songs come on, I usually don't skip it. Oh, nice. And then um, I'll just do one more. No, I'll save it. But the other one was Limp Biscuit, which we already talked about. So I guess this could go into our next fun thing during the week. Yeah. Um, one of the fun things that we often do, and this would have been our first jam session since my birthday, fun Valapalooza jam session. I wasn't able to get you a cake, but I did get you a studio. You did get me a studio. It was an amazing birthday. I'm just taking the I know. Um, What you're going to call it was John also got me for my birthday slash Christmas five free jam sessions, but because the studio cost more, I'm saying only two. No, no, it doesn't matter. Um, Because this is why you have a huge band, I won't have to book again for a while. We're not like the Polyphonics (laughs) free. No, but you're kind of, well... Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. That's a good thing. You should do polyphonics freeze. Mm-hmm. So this time around, um, it was me, uh, John, me. Rob, Chris, and Ben. Yeah. We thought Z was coming, but unfortunately his son was sick. And yeah. we thought Miranda was coming, but unfortunately she was sick. Yeah. Um, so it was actually really cool because we haven't really played since Your a birthday. month ago. Um, and there was a lot of new songs I wanted to try out, so I printed off some sheet music. Mainly Arkells. Mainly Arkells, um, only because I became obsessed and we didn't get to do Arkells um, before the holidays. And so it was awesome. I printed off some sheet music. John actually picked up and played piano for a fair part of the day. Yeah, you taught me a lot of easy chords to play for the mm-hmm. Arkells, which was helpful. Um, and so two of the songs we did were two of my songs that were off the, like, the Best Of album yeah. um, podcast we did. Um, so off morning report, it was private school and my heart is always yours. Yeah. Um, so those two songs we tried. We also did uh, Ophelia Lumineers. That one was really good. That one is amazing. Chris wanted to sing your song by Elton John. Yeah, which is great. Also, one of the best songs was Creep by Radio. Yeah, Head. that sounded amazing. So I'm actually impressed because you actually pref- you actually like coming to jam now. What has changed for you? Just becoming more familiar with playing piano. Mm-hmm. I, I never call myself a piano player, but mm-hmm. I can play a little piano. But the one thing that, okay, so hear me out. You would always wander to the bass and just start strumming it while it was sitting in its, like, stand. Yeah. Why didn't you just pick it up to play it? 
Because I don't, I don't know any, like, if you say, oh, play a D to an F Yeah, sharp, but I would show you. I know, but I, re- I remember, okay, D to, if you're telling me on guitar, it's just like. Mm, that's a bass. Well, yeah, that's, <laughs> see, that's why. That's, There's only four strings. I know, but that's why it's just, I've also haven't really, I just, I'm not good with guitars or bass. I know, but the weird thing was, was that John would just keep going up to it randomly at some points. So I'm like, we can just show you how to play the bass. But I also don't want to hold you guys up sometimes. So you know. Maybe next time. We'll see. My favorite was, I think it was probably during Creep, was where I broke my finger or private yeah, school. basically. So we were jamming so hard at one point that I usually, because I never use a pick when I play guitar or bass. But are you going to play when you get your Fuck the Bridge picks? Of course I will. Um, what you want to call it? Another great present. Um, so the one the cool thing was... Uh, we were playing so hard. I got so into the music. I started playing with the skin of my index finger and literally slit the top part of my index finger off so much so that it started bleeding. Yeah. And so then I was like, Hey, I'm bleeding. And then like the string, like the low E string on the bass had blood, like shellacked on it. And so like horrible, but the guys came up. I'm not going to say it. There was a horrible hashtag going around yeah. uh, for the rest of the day. And then, like, Rob refused to play my bass for fear of the hashtag. Yeah. Um, so it was pretty funny. Uh, but I thought it was an amazing jam session. Some new stuff came out, and I'm really excited yeah. to play. Some. My other favorite part was, because we were trying to think of easy songs to play, so mm-hmm. I just started playing These Eyes by The mm-hmm. Guess Who. And then it turned into, like, an awesome, like, jam freestyle by Chris. And then just, like, almost like a 27 27- version where it's like it was like mm-hmm. a really cool song i think if we played it like that mm-hmm. like i just like it because it gets me set up to play piano mm-hmm. i was like oh the way you guys were grooving like on guitar and bass yeah. and on drums and chris's lyrics are like really hilarious good. they were like they got really, really dark though it got really dark it went to a weird spot but overall it was like pretty amazing so that, that was one of my favorite songs was actually that one i liked it a lot i like sometimes just like freestyle jamming like mm-hmm. you guys should maybe like yeah just jam and then the other one that was a weird one was um the strokes when you picked oh, up yeah. all the piano somehow. I know. That one was so fun because it was just so fast. What is it called, that song? Um, hard to explain. Hard to explain, nah, yeah. Nah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So we're playing so fast. And then I just look over and, like, John's, like, fully <laughs> playing, like, on sane piano on it. Yeah. And then the cool thing was we never actually – we used to play this song a lot more frequently in the fall, if not the summer. Yeah. And we stopped playing it for a long time. We haven't played it since. And then, for whatever reason, we all knew when the break in the song yeah. was and just stopped, which was awesome. Yeah, um, and I started listening to it the next day at work same. Like a few times. Um, which is, it was very cool. Like, I thought it was just, like, a really amazing session. So, I, I was really stoked after that yeah, jam. I thought, and I, I thought it was awesome. The one shitty thing was we got in trouble. I know, so we got kicked out. We got kicked out, which the guy who, like, is the roadie who, like, like I guess yeah. manages the rehearsal factory at Front and Sherborne. He's usually like really good with me and like yeah. likes me a lot. But then for whatever reason you said like he was like aggro because the toilet was I think were I went to use the washroom and it wasn't me, but someone clogged the toilet. Ugh. And then the guy came in right at night he was like, he's like, okay you guys gotta go. He's like, I need the piano. He's like, courtesy it's a pack up at eight fifty five like five yeah, minutes. Yeah, five too. minutes before. And so like we were just in such a zone like, I was like oh so you tell me all these stoner musicians like thank get you. right out on time. And so but he made it seem like he's like, I always have to tell you guys, yeah. right? And so I'm well, like granted we don't leave on time ever. Yeah, but we also haven't played there in like two months. Maybe he missed you. Yeah, maybe. So that was an yeah, amazing jam session. What? The guy from San Fran. The guy from San Fran does not miss me because he's no longer there. <laughs> Died of a broken heart. 
Yeah, and then I think I found him on your baseball team. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder what my dear friend Nick is doing. Woohoo! Um, what you gonna call it? You, I only yeah, have you know, one other story after. You know what this. his like favorite bands of high school would have been? What? I don't know. Would have been like whatever the last Taylor Swift album oh, was two years ago. 1989? Yeah, because he was in high school. So. <laughs> whatever. Robert. Like as if you're not jealous, this young no, stud. <laughs> I like the the old birds. <laughs> Give me the Rachel Rays of the world. <laughs> So, should we do the rest of the albums? Yeah. Okay, so one of the other albums that I really love listening to in high school uh, was Foo Fighters, The Color and the Shape. Is so, that the one with uh, the one? They say I'm the one, but I'm the only one. Is uh, it with the heart? Uh, no, the it's like a weird, like, uh, DNA-looking silver thing oh. in handwriting. It's the one with Everlong, My Hero, and oh, Monkey Wrench. Um, so that one was amazing. And then probably the biggest album I listened to that defined my high school uh, world was NSYNC's first album. Really? With Tearing Up My Heart that and I Want like You Back and Sailing. Celebrity? No, I actually didn't like that album. And that's when I bowed out of NSYNC. <laughs> so I was obsessed with the first two albums of NSYNC. So much so that my first alone concert with Lillian yeah. was at Maple Leaf Gardens to see NSYNC. Really? Yeah. Did you ever try to line up to meet Justin Timberlake? I did at a Walmart in Scarborough. <laughs> and did you get to meet him? No, and Miranda came with me and brought a picture of the Backstreet Boys oh. for them to sign. So I was like, what are you doing? And so I was so excited, though. I have pictures somewhere of us going to meet them. Really? Yeah. That's hilarious. So, I, yeah, that probably would have been, like, the defining album of my high school time. But some other noticeable notable mentions would have been Weezer's Green Album. Yeah. The Strokes. Okay. Um, Whatchamacallit. So that was their first album. Came out, like, last night, someday, yeah. in the modern age. Um, Beck's Sea Change. Yeah. Which I actually really love as a Beck album. Yeah. And Broken Social Scene. Uh, you forgot wow. it in so people. You actually, like, Broken Social Scene when they came out. I didn't know about them mm-hmm. until college. Oh, really? Yeah, we for, yeah we went to see them a ton on the islands and stuff. When you were like sixteen, yeah, who's letting you go to the islands at sixteen, dude. I went to Detroit. Yeah, <laughs> who's letting you go to Detroit? No, people don't need to know things. Okay. <laughs> and your parent, I would have been way more worried. I turned out just fine. Did you? I completely did. <laughs> really, I'm like, this is the one thing where it's just like I think I was telling this at Ferris's birthday. Was it Ferris's birthday last week, or did we talk about that too? Of course we did. I told you that's why we did double birthdays. Oh yeah, remember? Yeah, so then, I mean, I am delusional today. Um, what you want to call it? I was telling Cam and Daniel about like my life pre you, and so I would tell them like really random stories about how like we used to go see bands and like go to clubs and like you know take off and come back at like whatever, and they're like, I can't believe you did that. And I'm like. But I turned out okay. Like, yeah, this is where I think. I'm the responsible one. No, I, res- I was responsible before I met you. I was responsible during all these times. That's true. Right? I just, I turned out fine. Yeah, you did all right for yourself. I did okay for myself. Well, I What went, about you? Uh, a jury's still out if I did all right. <laughs> uh, so I, I just have two more albums. This one is arguably maybe the biggest album that I listened to, and it's probably the most popular album sales-wise. Mm-hmm. Get Rich or Die Trying by 50 Cent. Didn't <laughs> is, is they only have in the club? You gotta make me list all the songs in the club. Wangsta, Twenty One Questions, Many Men, like I all have these. No songs. idea what songs these are. Girl, if I had to ask you twenty one questions, you know that song, right? Is that a country song? <laughs> 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 
It sounds uncanny to what I feel like. Is this before he had his vitamin A water deal? Yeah, this is when he got shot nine times. I thought he, so, his In the Club one was when he got shot nine times. Yeah, that's the album, Get Rich or Die Trying. In the Club was because Dr. Dre produced everything. I think you're going to say Dr. Dre shot him. No. Like, what? But... Okay, I'm going to play some songs, because this is how big the album was. You know this, this is 21 Questions with Nate. You love me now. I have absolutely no idea what song this is. Listen for a second. It's right. Negatory. Yes. Next. Um, then, oh, you know this one, because Snoop Dogg's on it. I know this one. I'm a motherfucking P-I-M-P. What's this one called? P-I-M-P. Oh, yes. I know this one. <laughs> I didn't know this was off the same album. That's what I'm telling you. Okay, next. And then his other one, well, yeah, obviously in the club, but there's um, where is it? Wangsta, the Ja Rule disc. Like you a Wangsta. No, but I hate Ja Rule. I wouldn't have listened to it. No, you gotta remember is that I didn't okay so I, maybe for rap and hip hop I basically listened to like Outkast hits yeah but Eminem, Eminem and Dr. Dr. Eminem and Dr. 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 Dre and Fifty Cent are all together yeah I was obsessed with Dre when Chronic came out but that was later right yeah. and so I really didn't listen to like any of this stuff like remember when like Cisco came out yeah and that but, wasn't even hip hop but this was everyone liked him because he got shot nine times and then came back and like. <laughs> The rapper. See, I only remember Chris Rock being like impersonating me, like, he got shot nine times. Is that your Chris Rock? I don't know. <laughs> and then my other favorite one is What Up Gangster? Anyway, so that was like the highest debuting like rap album ever. Oh, wow. But that was when he was huge. And then I, I honestly, that's the only album I liked by him. His next album sucked. Okay. That's really when he turned to vitamin water. No, that was much later. That's uh-huh. when he sold out. That's okay. like when he started dating but Chelsea But his water's Handler. delicious. Chesley Handler? Chelsea Handler. She, he did? Yeah, of course. I didn't know that. He dated. Whoa. And then my last album, which it came out right when I started high school, was Californication by Red Hot Chili Oh, Packers. I forgot that one. That one's so good. That one was like... Scar Tissue. Scar Tissue, Other Side. Um, Californication. Californication. That was like again, because those guys. I'm surprised you didn't say Queens of the Stone Age. No, because my favorite album by them, Lullabies mm-hmm. Paralyzed, came out in college. Mm-hmm. Then their other one actually came out, right, I think it came out in 2004, right when I finished high school. Um, with Go With the Flow and everything. I dig. The California Red Hot Chili Peppers are, peppers are cool because they came out in the 80s, were huge. Were still huge in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And then when this album came out, this was kind of like their mm-hmm. comeback album, right? Mm hmm. I'm actually sad because they're coming to the ACC in February, and I was thinking of getting tickets, but I don't know a lot of their new album yet. I know you gave it to me, and we said it was decent. The only problem is, it's like I would love to see John Fushante. I know. Play with them. I don't know who this new kid is. No, that's the problem. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought it was it was a lot of fun doing this exercise. I actually realized how much music. From my high school era, I still listen to. Yeah, same here. And appreciate. Um, and then, like, where those influences are for new music we're listening to. Yeah, it's nice to see we have a couple of same, like, Limp Bizkit mm. and some other things. Maybe even Chili Peppers. Maybe next week or the week after we can do our best ten albums from college, university. I don't remember a lot of stuff I was listening into college. But I bet you would, like, Arcade Fire. Yeah. So, 
I bet you would if, if you Googled those years. Yeah. Like Kanye West was big for me back then. That's true. Yeah, let's do college. I think it would be interesting if our music progressed. Because mm-hmm. mine right here is just rap and like emo music. <laughs> mine is like grunge and emo music. And pop music. And pop music. Making fun of me for my Nelly country grammar album. Meanwhile, I'm listing off all the best songs. Anyways, um, so one of the other stories I did want to tell on the podcast... My bachelor pool. Oh, yeah. So I'll, I'll post a picture of this today, hopefully. Um, Fishing for likes. Oh, obviously. Um, so at work, we typically haven't done a... I don't think we've ever actually done a pool since I've been there. So not a lot of people watch sports the way we do. Yeah. Right? So hockey or basketball. And at my old work, we did a hockey pool going into the playoffs. But we could have started it earlier on. But not right. a lot of people on my current team know about sports. But a lot of us actually watch The Bachelor. And so the one fun... Ah, you're trying to kill me. I gotta put the mic closer. But I'm talking really loud like this. I know, but See, trust now me. Till- I, gotta, I gotta edit this thing. Stop saying... <laughs> I just because I know what the audio is gonna be so, like. So either way, um, what you would call it, me and dear friend of the podcast, Mariah, decided to do a Bachelor pool for our team of like about 25 people. And so the crazy thing was... Uh, we made it, like, we were like, oh, should we do a digital version or, like, an arts and crafts, like, yeah. Bristol board version? And I said, I find it actually, like, one of those things is when you do, like, a Bristol board version, it forces your team to actually come together versus a digital version where they can, like, pick their selections in silo. Yeah. And so I'll post a picture of this, but it was really awesome because me and Mariah spent, like, 15 minutes over our lunch break which was our lunch break, literally building, like, a guess-who board for Nick the Bachelor and, the, like, his 30 people, yeah. um, 30 women he was picking. And this was last week. And so we said it's $5 to enter, pick your short list of women who you feel like will be his top three, and yeah. then from that, the one winner. And so you have to win, like, the winner and the majority of the short list to win the, pro- to yeah. win the prize. And our pool is already up to $100, wow. which I think is amazing. Yeah, it's amazing for my company. Hopefully a lot more people are going to be watching. Not that I need to tell. That show is one of the most popular shows like on TV. So I do think it's like awesome because it's just like, one, it brought the team together. But it's also like, to me, it's really insane that we got $100, to be honest. Out yeah, of this pool. I, I think it's just right? fun. Like people get into it. And then yeah. it's just like a comment. It's a good way to bring people together and get everyone talking mm-hmm. and hanging out and just like. Good um, camaraderie, Camaraderie. I guess, which so, is always fun, good to have in the office. Yeah, so I'm really excited. So the episode, the next episode actually airs tonight, so I'm sure Nick will kick some people off of it. Yeah. Um, so tomorrow should be really fun at work. So check out my Instagram, because then you can see, like, how we did our Bachelor Marcom pool. Very nice. Is, uh, is there anything else you want to talk about from this week? Well, I guess the only other things I wanted to say was this week from a political standpoint was really intense. Um, yeah. We had Obama's end of office farewell speech yeah. from Chicago, which was very eloquent and moving. Yeah. And then we had Donald Trump's first uh, press, press conference, conference, which was neither eloquent or moving. Um, if anything, it was like... It was hilarious. It was but hilarious. Also very, sad. very sad. I have here the list of people who are performing as inauguration. Yeah, yeah. I just want to go over it with you. Go. Although one of the girls, someone dropped out. I tonight. heard somebody dropped the chick out from um, the musical, the Broadway stuff. Hamilton. No, she did like uh, Dream Girls. <laughs> oh, Kelly. No, uh, whatever. Whatever. It matter. J- Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, not Jennifer Hudson, but the person who played her role. Was, oh, okay. Anyway, so there's um, the Rockettes. No, it's like only oh, one, one rocket. rocket. Okay. <laughs> right. The more. Wait, do, are those the ones who skate? 
No, they're the ones who do like kicking. So they're just gonna kick. They're just like dancers. So it's, she's. They're just gonna have one person to kick. Yeah, I think so. So for those of you guys who don't know, Trump's inauguration is on January twentieth. So Friday. <laughs> there is America's Got Talent runner-up singer Jackie Yvonne. Oh. There is the Mormon uh, Tabernacle Choir. <laughs> And now for the two headliners. Yeah. Three Doors Down, who I'm surprised didn't make one of our high school. I know. They only have like two songs. No, don't make They have some songs, but they haven't Do had they, some. though? Okay, I'm going to look. I don't. Whatever. They got to make a buck. That's fine. Let me, mm-hmm. let me just look up their Three Doors Down. Because mm-hmm. I have to remember what songs they have. Greatest hits. Okay, here we go. You know what? I bet you my sister, older sister Jen, would have put their, um, their <laughs> Better Life album. Because that's one that's Kryptonite. They have Kryptonite, When I'm Gone, Here Without You. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of hits. Loser. Hey. But they're fucking losers, so anyways. <laughs> and then also Toby Keith. Oh, he has to be a Republican, though. Yeah, of course. Hey. And then John Voight, celebrity guest. And they were trying to get Flo Rida for a million dollars. Did they end up getting him? I think he turned it down. So in comparison, do you remember who played at Obama's inauguration? No. Okay, so um, John just listed the performers. But if we go back to say, like, who actually performed at Obama's Yes We Are um, performers, they included Bruce Springsteen, Mary J. Blige, Bon Jovi, uh, James Taylor, John Legend, John Mellencamp, Josh Groban, uh, Beyonce, Sheryl Crow, Stevie Wonder, U2, Pete Seeger, um, Shakira. They were all slated to perform or wanted to perform. Um, and so it, it was crazy. And so as a brief overview, YouTube belted out their massive hits, Pride, City of Blinding Lights, because of how the yeah. atmosphere was, um, what you would call it, and, uh, what you would call it, uh, Will I Am and Crow joined forces for a cover of Bob, Mar- Bob Marley's One Love. Nice. Um, which was awesome. And so, like, I think it's just crazy to say, like, here is the state of affairs that Toby Keith is like the only real big performer. Three dollars down on Toby Keith. If, right? So I think it's, it should be really interesting. We have a lot of fun stuff happening this week again, but one of the political climate things that are happening are the inauguration. And so for those of you guys who don't know, I probably mentioned this um, on a previous podcast, more than likely when Trump became president-elect, is that I went to Obama's inauguration eight years ago in D.C., and it was insane and i'll probably post a picture from that event um i remember taking pictures and like just the sea of craziness and like how amazing the energy was in the mall but then also just like whoa this is so such a game changer for young people right because i had to write a a essay to get there nonetheless yeah because they're racist they're racist and trying to profile me on the air security those racist yeah. You know what else I wanted to talk about, which I didn't what? realize, and you told me this, mm. is that that shooting that happened in Fort Lauderdale yeah. was that because you could bring a gun into an airport, but you can't bring a gun onto a plane? What? I don't have the facts 100%, but what I know is the guy who shot up the Fort Lauderdale mm-hmm. airport was he checked, in his check bag, he had a, a gun. Mm-hmm. He did it the right way. He he notified the people at the counter. Mm-hmm. It wasn't loaded. Like that's the pre all the prerequisites. Was it was le- he legally was able to check his gun. Mm-hmm. But the thing was, when you land, when he landed at the airport and he picked up his mm-hmm. check bag from the carousel, yeah. he's got a gun. See, okay. And so that's when he, if correct me if I'm wrong, 
But from there, that's where he started shooting people. So I'm pretty sure there'll be heightened security for the inauguration oh, going into D.C. I, however, when I went back eight years ago to the um, inauguration or fly, flew down for the inauguration, I got pulled aside with three of my closest ethnic friends in line waiting to go to D.C. and had to write an essay yeah. explaining why I wanted to participate and why I had been in like D.C. numerous times prior. Yeah. So I just think it's a little bit bizarre that, you know, said person gets profiled and pulled out of a list, yet this dude can walk into the airport with a gun and nothing happens. Welcome to Trump's Trump's America. Boosh. And that is where it (laughs) I will be there. We're pro-choice. So do you have a band of the week this week? Of course I do. Awesome. Who is it? No, I don't. But I gave you the option. You did. Can I give my band of the week? Sure. Because I just... Do you ever have this where... You put your iPod on random, Mm -hmm. and then a song... What are you looking at? Benjamin. Where you put a song on randomly from an album you've heard a million times, but you never liked the song, and then just randomly you liked the song? Yes. So I I was doing the dishes the other day, and randomly a song by Action Bronson came on. I was like... Okay, you like Action Bronson. I know, but I didn't like this song, but now Uh, I'm obsessed with the song. Okay. So the (laughs) song's called Easy Rider from his Mr. Wonderful album. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, it's an awesome song. It's, like, sounds like an old Western-type beat. Okay. But good chorus, good rapping, and it's just, like, I think a little something that everyone would like. Awesome. So the song of the week by the band of the week is Easy Rider okay. by your boy Action Bronson. Done and done. By the way, it's getting in contact with us, facebook.com slash live605. See pictures of Joey Votto and Corey Joseph and our Raptors experience. Mm-hmm. Follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. I'm at Falco is 23 on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. And on iTunes. Drop us a comment on our iTunes page because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and notes. Yeah, so until next week, I'm your podcast, John. I am Val.
gotta take it for the team Bite the eel by the dozen uh. Pump the bass in the trunk Shit rattle like a baby hand Except this toy costs 80 grand And I'm crazy tan from all the places that I've been Just for writing words with a pen Tell the pilot land the plane No rules of felt in Maine Put a jacuzzi on the 7 train and lay John Coltrane play with that cocaine face I know you crash from that old bay taste The brass band with seven pieces My bitch's name is Peaches We got twin Mac 11s with the features Shit, you barely got sneaker money So much dick in they mouth That's why these motherfuckers speaking funny You need to speak clearer, dick Cause I can't hear you uh. You need to speak clearer, dick Cause I can't hear you Shit Magic Johnson of the game, these lanes don't wanna play with me Smile on your face, but I really know you hating me I know you're mad cause I'm sick and it's plain to see It's me Ride the Harley into the sunset 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 John Mallon and Val Gomez.